Hey guys, this is Zach with Tap Truck Charleston, and you're listening to the Deaf Dialogue. Welcome to week 15 of Deaf Dialogue. My name is Dave, joined as always with Quiet Carl and Wes VA. This week we are joined with the creator of a cool business here in Charleston, Tap Truck of Charleston, Mr. Zach. Welcome, Welcome to the show. Man. How's it going? What's up, guys? Doing well. So... I feel like any interview, we're going to start up, start out with the obvious question. How did you come up with the idea or the concept of your tap truck? Yeah, for sure. When we, um, well, I can't take all the credit, actually, I should say. So uh, we live in a town home and one of our neighbors had um, originally he wanted to start a bar. And this was in the middle of COVID happening. And I was my wife and I were like, uh, probably not. <laughs> not a good idea um and then this so this was like idea number 10 that we had brought to the table of like hey we could do this we could start our, you know we could go mow lawns we could go you know just started naming everything we thought we could turn into a business and we came across this and um tap trucks more or less a franchise so we had the call with with tap truck usa and we we're like oh this actually sounds like a legit idea so it just kind of started going from there and um so so like i said i i can't take any credit um because i didn't find the idea i just thought it was insanely cool and yeah. i knew uh with the sales background i was like that sells itself that's the easiest sale in the world someone's yeah, bring beer to you book. yeah yeah <laughs> for, for those that are listening um what he is talking about is he has a dope ass truck that has taps on the sides of it where you know you park at venues or whatever and people come up and they order a beer and then you literally pour it from the side of the truck it's legit it's really awesome so what you were in sales before this what kind of sales did you do yep so i worked for the stingrays hockey team uh their echl team here in charleston um i met my wife working in sports and so she helps run tap truck with me now um but so she had worked for the stingrays for a little bit and i was there for about four and a half years and then covid shut things down and and brought this opportunity up um she had left maybe two years before that uh to go work at blackbod but so there was a period of time where both of us worked together and that was that was an interesting yeah <laughs> culture Kyle Are used to working with the, uh, go ahead, Kyle. Sorry, I interrupted you. I can say what he was going to say. I used to work for the Hurricanes. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. Up in Raleigh. Um, I was just curious, were you doing ticket sales or are you like box office yep. or were you doing? Yep, ticket sales. So I, I started out just as an account executive, worked my way up, and uh, I was the director of ticket sales when I left. So it was, nice. uh, it was a fun time. Yeah, that's a crazy world. I was, I'm designer, so I, not doing that but i sat basically right next to all of the the ticket sales guys and it's not a job i could do all the cold calling and stuff some the inside sales team did and stuff the, the cold calling is going to be the do. worst part yeah no it, way. Is. <laughs> it is for sure without a doubt the worst part yeah what but, is it who are you calling as a ticket sale like would i just as a regular dude just get a call from you are you calling like companies I mean, so like, it depends. I mean, like some of the inside sales guys might call single game ticket buyers. Okay. Uh, like they'll get a list from Ticketmaster. 
and they'll just start smiling and dialing and you know then the higher up you get on the food chain they'll start being a little more direct for specific industry and business and targeting you know like we had one person that was specific towards group sales so she handled a lot of the schools and all that um every team's a little bit different though yeah yeah like the hurricanes had a group of three or four people that just did group sales and then three or four people that just did like just talk to businesses and then all the way up to like corporate like the suite like you know the two rings of suites or whatever like selling to the highest end companies in, in raleigh trying to get them to buy a box for like not just hockey games but the entire arena like the whole year for concerts and everything kind of wild at that level when you're like selling someone like a hundred thousand dollars worth of seats and you're <laughs> like yeah this is an investment and it's like i guess <laughs> i mean it's a cool perk for a company. Yeah, and then you have like those those seats that are like right on the glass, right next to the 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 bench that are like almost always for corporate too. And those are the same thing, like thousands and thousands of dollars. But it drives you nuts because when you're a fan and you're sitting behind those people and they're there, they don't give a shit about what's going on in the ice. And you're just <laughs> like, can you just move? Like get out of the fucking way. Yeah. That's the worst view though, right there on the glass. Oh yeah. You need to be up in the corner a few rows up or something like that's better yeah yeah that's right what was the um the process if you're allowed to say like when you went to tap truck hey i'm interested and then how long did it take to like go live yeah i i mean thought about this a couple times i i think the answer i keep coming back to is like three or four months um it, can you hear the dogs in the background? Yeah, it's cool. We have a we have a blue healer and a pit bull, and the pit bull will be asleep in uh, five minutes. <laughs> blue healer chases around, but so anyway, back to the question. <laughs> About three or four months. Um, for a while, it was just on us, where we were like, uh, "Do we want to do it? Do we not?" Do you, you know, just the jump in factor, and it was just trying to like figure out. Like that, we always thought it was cool. Like there was never any doubt about it um as far as the brand perspective goes like if we were gonna do it it was tap truck or nothing no thoughts of like just doing your own thing no i mean of course the thoughts were there but it was like well now we got to come up with our own brand our own name our own everything and that just we ultimately bought into the brand that's kind of what sold us on it was having tap truck the name behind it um the legitimacy of being in 40 different cities and other licensees that have done this and had success and um, there's a good amount of support behind it, like getting all that started. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like Nashville um, started right. They started in March. So we were like, okay, well pretty similar market. They can do it. We can do it. Kind of went all in. I think that's the, <laughs> it seems to be the theme of business when, when you're starting out is just, jump in and you know you got to make that initial commitment and once you do it's just 150 miles an hour from there three to four that doesn't seem seem like a long time for it to actually get started i would think it would be a little bit longer than that yeah i mean i guess it depends on like you know it's not that we're not talking an outrageous amount of capital or anything like that so yeah um and i'm a negotiator so i was able to structure some fees that were i mean being in covid it was like uh 
guys we're uh you know not sure what we're gonna if we're gonna be able to even get the truck out next month like this was yeah. in the middle of everybody being shut down so that kind of changed the the circumstances of some things and i don't know i'm a pretty definitely not a patient guy but when i make my mind up on something i'm just like you know I'm, yeah. that's what we're doing if the decision's made how how else besides instagram are you or do you get to advertise the truck yeah i well, i mean a couple different ways so obviously getting it out driving it around if any chance i get just to pop around town and it, even if it's just running silly little errands because hey, you pull up at any red light and somebody's hollering from across the way wanting to know yeah. what kind of engine we got in it or it's that that's that's a lot of fun just red lights in general um in this truck do you have the little music like an ice cream truck and then adults come chasing it <laughs> that would be dope but no no like loudspeaker okay we don't have a radio so i just take like one of those jbl or whatever the little bluetooth things and we go we go i can't really call it old school because i guess that's new school but yeah so what were you even able to do like since you started in covid i i mean i think south carolina was kind of more lax than where i'm at in virginia but i'm just curious like yeah. what like how hard was it to actually get get going with everything going on not hard at all okay. <laughs> and that was kind of south carolina but Thank we you. that was kind of one of the things when we started we were like all right what's this going to be like you know we've starting a business in the middle of it a lot of the other franchisees that were doing it had to adjust to covid whereas we were like okay well this is already you know we have this problem and we're coming up with solutions that are like just the base of our business honestly for a couple of months um for example like we weren't we're doing some cash bar events now which involve permit pooling and it's private events are a lot easier for us um but the cash bars like we wouldn't have done that if it wasn't for covid so when we got when we started doing it, i was a little surprised honestly no i mean there weren't people were ready to get out i'll put it that way people were ready to get outside of the house and and have fun and you know be responsible with it especially at the very beginning like you know we're not not everybody's shaking hands and you know sharing cups and you just generally uh having good hygiene you know doing doing washing hands doing all that good stuff and um you know for the most part we didn't really run into any issues i was i was pleasantly surprised yeah so you, you say private my... events okay. i'm like I gotta think weddings are just gonna be like every weekend. I feel like that's just the perfect thing, especially in Charleston, just park outside right next to the reception. Is that yeah, they're doing? probably just flocking to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, weddings are the I mean, we have nine thousand weddings in Charleston a year. So we were just like, okay, on the basic simple math, like you do one percent of that a year, you're good. Yeah. 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 Have you ever gotten a dog birthday party? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> a dog birthday party? Yeah. You don't have to answer that, but we kind of want to hear your answer. So you, I yeah, mean, you we've done it. 80-something-year-old's birthday party. That's kind of That's the same enough. thing. <laughs> Not a dog, but I was, like, trying to think of the most, like, I mean, it's in, in the middle of COVID, like, we did a couple of driveway parties. Like, our very first private event was in somebody's driveway. 
on Daniel Island, and it was a great time. I'm definitely trying to get you guys, once the whole COVID situation has died down a little bit more, we like to host parties here. It would be badass if you guys pulled up in the driveway just serving beer. That'd be, that'd be killer. I love it. The worst part is people pull up and, you know, we pull up and, like, people want a beer. And I'm like, sorry, I got to wait 30 minutes. Like, I don't want what's in that keg right <laughs> you now. Don't want it. <laughs> do, you, yeah. do you have, like, roaming licenses or do you have to get – you have to get a license for each event or how's that work? Break it up into private events and, and public events is okay. really the, the first way to split it. Public events where we're doing a cash bar, you have to have what they call a special event permit, um, which is a complete pain to get, but it's what you have to do. You have um, to do it for each event. Each event yeah. and like mm. weather obviously can impact things that, you know, you were jumped through all the hoops to get that permit and it rains and your SOL. When you do private events though, we sell ourselves as a service. So we don't include alcohol, which is good and bad, right? Like the alcohol, we can include a markup. It's better profit margins, all that good stuff. But it's also the headache then of permits and there's not really a good legal permit that's applicable for like a mobile bar like us right now. So South Carolina is a little, the alcohol laws are a work in progress and I'm sure will be for a long time. Hopefully not, but I mean, it, when I first started, I was like, look, there's, there's 9,000 weddings. I mean, there's, you're getting alcohol at every wedding. Somebody's doing it. Right. Yeah. So like, how, it's just a matter of figuring out how you have to, what hoops you have to jump through to get your result. Yeah. Could you imagine a wedding with no alcohol? I wouldn't go. That <laughs> suck. So, no, um, no offense to our brides that we booked. That uh, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but some some venues like won't allow it though. You can't. Oh yeah, I, I mean, mean it's a huge like liability. Yeah, I mean, and it's not the insurance on your liability is not cheap either. But we do like that's the cool thing about Tap Truck is we can literally put anything that's in a liquid form on tap. So I have a wedding booked for November that she's doing hot chocolate and hot apple cider, no alcohol. Like it's maybe a little bit. <laughs> I mean, I'm all game. We've, and we do spiked hot chocolate and spiked apple cider. And the spiked apple cider is like, we, we put rum in that. And that was like, people couldn't get enough of it. Mm -hmm. It was good. It's good stuff. I wish I had some right now. Yeah, this mm -hmm. sounds like fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what are some of your goals? Like, have you guys set anything out for like a year from now, five years from now? What's your ambition with it? Yeah. Well, I got a little, uh, I got a little whiteboard going in my garage. That's, that's the HQ for, for tap truck. Um, and so we got like a one, two and three year goal just of, generally speaking where the wife and I want to want to see us in a year and part of that includes I mean I'm I'm more or less full-time with the business but financially being able to support that from a business perspective and grow our fleet have multiple trucks that's that's obviously the general growth path is to get multiple trucks 
Um, so, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure what we want to do for a second truck where that's, that's where we're kicking around ideas of that. And that's part of the fun of it. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. So, I, I go so many different directions. I have myself convinced every other day of like, let's get this and throw taps on it. And yeah. then I start thinking logistics and talk myself out of it. Yeah. Are food truck radios a thing in Charleston? Heck yeah, they are. Okay. So is that something you can go to? Is that, have you done anything like that? Yep. So that's where I pulled the permit for those. Okay. Um, and ultimately, I mean, that that's where we're learning. Like they're not all worth your time from a business perspective for specifically for alcohol, just because we're, I mean, and and it depends, you know, that that's where you're totally dependent upon that weather. Um, It's 85 degrees and sunny and, and it's a nice evening and people are out. Kids are by the pool where they're having the rodeo. Most likely you're going to make some money. If it starts dumping a half hour before you're supposed to start, that permit yeah. complete waste and the way that alcohol laws, laws are written technically that alcohol that you've purchased is a waste so it's a it's a gamble for sure that's why the private events are when you see mobile bars in charleston it's just all geared towards private events yeah, yeah a lot of the breweries i don't know if they have like specific food trucks that are regular food trucks that come in and out but I mean, a ton of the breweries, they don't have a kitchen or anything. They just bring a food truck on, which is fine because the food truck, they typically make really good food. Yeah. So you can't do that. And in, in Virginia, if you're going to serve alcohol, you have to serve food. Your facility has to sell. Yeah. It. So, I mean, they could serve like like a tiny little menu and still bring a food truck in, but they have yeah. to serve food. Yeah. That's nonsense. So what was i gonna say um oh i was just curious like did tap truck does chat truck set you up with um you know like the distributors and stuff or did you go around and figure that out or are you bringing in like just local beers or how are you working that yeah that's one that's where every state's completely different and so they're they're tap trucks based out in uh california so they kind of have the, the alcohol laws figured out out there and how they need to run the business. But we were the first ones in South Carolina from tap trucks perspective. So it was kind of on us just to figure out a, what the law is, what does it say legally? And then how's it interpreted? Cause that can always mean two different things. And, you know, from an attorney's perspective, we had just consultations with them and, you know, how do we approach it? It's, it's definitely up to the licensee. And that, that was kind of the tough part is like, for me, not having a ton, I mean, having four years of experience, but really like, I'm, I'm still a young guy, so I'm still figuring this out. Right. And I'm like, uh, you know, just, okay. How do we do? I had to take it back to a basic business standpoint. Um, and just from the, from the alcohol, I'll figure out what does the law say? How, how is it interpreted and what does that mean for me? And you, we, a couple of our competitors would tell us that we can't do it. And really, it's just you have to ask the right questions, jump through the right hoops. It's not an easy answer to get the permits, um, but the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Yeah. yeah. 
So you kind of have like, just for instance, weddings or, or I guess your private events, you kind of have a menu. Does that make it easier for you to be like, I have this set, like this is what you can get? Or do you just take requests and be able to make it happen? Yeah, I mean, we can literally like, so when I say we can put anything on in a keg, like we can do that. But so most people know in terms of beer, what they want. Um, yeah. Since we can't provide the alcohol legally, uh, we help set them up with the set the customer up and make the order pretty seamless like we pick up the kegs i have a fridge we keep them cold all that good stuff um but so they're completely picking their menu and what they want um gotcha. we obviously recommend you know uh, the variety of some beer some wine some people want some cocktails but it's it's completely up to the the bride and grooms nice. mostly the bride most 100 percent the bride yeah it's all the bride <laughs> Yeah, I, if we, beer, if we, I mean, I got some input on the beer at my wedding. I was going to say, yeah. I, I picked out the kegs. Kelsey doesn't drink beer. She had her, I'm pretty sure she had a bottle of whiskey or rum or something hidden somewhere for herself. Yeah. <laughs> After my wedding, apparently thing. we, because it was at the country club of my family members or whatever, and uh, we were told we had to clean up the next day, which is just ridiculous. And so my family and my wife's family decided to clean up that night. And I guess I was so drunk that I thought it took about five minutes for them to clean up. But apparently I was laying on a couch for like an hour and a half while everyone cleaned up. <laughs> Typical. Just smooth. Typical, Kyle. <laughs> it's good. It was a good time. I have, um, I have a buddy. I used to work in sales as well. I used to sell cars. And one of my managers would, um, not only would he work, full-time at the car dealership but he would also uh dj weddings and he would drop tons of money on lighting and new dj booth setups and all speakers and all all the whole works and uh he was bringing in i mean probably twice as much as what the dealership was paying him just from weddings because he could take all of his lighting stuff he could basically pay somebody nothing to go set up the lighting for the venue and then they could leave the lights stay on the wedding goes forward and everything. And then the next day they just come pick the lights up and they're just bringing in that money. Cause like you were saying, you know, there's so many weddings in Charleston and he jumped right on that. And I was like, dude, you know, you're all his business. It's like genius. I'm kind of shocked that, no one had it here before you guys it was pretty damn smart yeah there's a couple around that are like they're they're more campers so that was part of like the whole buy into the brand of our decision back to the beginning of like do we do it do we not and i was like dude if we don't do this someone's going to like yes <laughs> like there will be a tap truck in charleston at some point it's coming yeah. whether it's us or someone has this idea in six months yeah I gotta ask this dumb question, but the no dumb questions. The taps, the taps <laughs> on the side of the truck. Are you? Are the? Are they getting like? I gotta think like pulled off, screwed off, or are you just cleaning them? Like I'm just thinking about bugs and shit hitting them while you're driving down the road. You know, we don't really have bugs hit that. Surprisingly, they don't hit like the taps, and so I don't have to clean those off. Definitely okay. the front windshield. Yeah, it gets buggy on the way, and there's no AC in that thing, so I'm usually just a hot like literally a hot mess a hot sweaty mess by the time i arrive somewhere but clean the truck every night after we get it out 
So we, you know, we have like beer line solution that gets poured in through a special keg. And so we run that out. Um, yeah, and we clean it then before we go back out, but it's pretty simple. As long as you keep it clean, it stays clean. That's the key to it. Pretty, pretty simple, but I've forgotten to clean the lines out one night and you go back the next time and you're just like, oh, and it's that like collective moment where you're like, well, guess we're uh, doing a deep clean before we go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, we've all been at a bar when they neglected the lines and you get that, I don't know, skunky, yeah. nasty beer. Yeah. I like to, I, I just actually changed out the lines, all the lines for the beer. Um, so I'm going to get in a habit of doing that. I don't know whether it's going to be on like a quarterly or a yearly or some sort of frequent basis just to, you know, they're going to get some discoloration over time. We'll clean them every time still, but I'm a little OCD. I want them to be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I would think differently if you showed up at my wedding with like a busted ass truck and <laughs> nasty lines and whatnot. <laughs> Beer lines that are just like yellow from yeah. years of no cleaning and yeah, no. Who are you the one that runs the Instagram posts? Nope. Um that's all my wife. Congrats, man. She kills it. All the Dude. photos are edited like really well. It's really nice. Thanks, man. Yeah, she um so we had someone that was running it and we we uh I mean just from a business standpoint, we're looking at finances and like, okay, well being that well, we originally had a business partner and now we don't, it's just us, like <laughs> makes us forces us to make some decisions. So, you know, we got a couple months into it and said that was one of the things we could thought we could do ourselves and uh, certainly I didn't think I could do it. I knew she had the, she knew she could do it. So it's like, you know, what's the worst that can happen? And, yeah. Yeah. She's crushing it. It's, we just hit a thousand followers on Instagram. So I was pretty pumped about that. One of our goals is uh, July is our year. Um, the end of July is our year anniversary or whatever. So we, um, on our goal board, we put we wanted to have two thousand followers on Insta before, before that year. So, oh man, <laughs> I don't I don't know. I mean, it was just, when I when I wrote it, I thought it was a stretch goal. So, we'll see. That'd be killer though, man. Kyle, go follow them right now. You probably already have, honestly. Right. <laughs> yeah, and then the the next like big milestone for Instagram is getting to that stupid ten thousand followers, so you can get the freaking swipe up. Oh yeah, what? that'll be helpful. You have to you have ten have, thousand followers. For, you gotta have ten thousand followers to do a swipe up. Man, I bet awesome. by the time we even get to ten thousand, like Insta, if we even get ten thousand, like there's not many mobile bars that have ten thousand. Yeah. If we got there, Instagram's probably gonna be dying off by that point. <laughs> I keep thinking I Instagram's know, gonna man. go away, and I just, think the opposite. I think Facebook's gonna go away. I think Instagram way better. Yeah, I like oh. it. I use who the heck knows. It seems so volatile. Yeah. yeah, I just feel like social media platforms come and go, but Facebook has been around forever now. So I know, but Facebook, I feel like is, I feel like they have done all the things that they could do, and now they're like, what's next? 
we have games you can shop here you can like yeah. literally everything they do yeah, own instagram it. so I think I, good. yeah that's, that's what i mean <laughs> they, they're now putting all their effort and energy into instagram instagram for me personally is i just like it more because you know for me i'm not one to spill my guts on social media for the world to see if i'm gonna go through something then i'm gonna go through it i don't need a hundred thousand people to see that i had a bad day it's my bad day so i'm not like out there spilling my guts where instagram i see none of that i see more comedy i see funny clips and sports stuff and like mainly the stuff that i want to see where facebook is a little bit more personal people can get on there and rant and uh i don't know i like instagram funny better it's just funny you say that because I'm thinking about like right before I we got on this, I'm like, I think I just sent my wife like four consecutive videos <laughs> on Instagram of like just dog, stupid little dog videos. Like. That's what I mean. Like we, we just got back from Disney. My wife started following all these different Disney pages and whatnot <laughs> and learning all these secrets of Disney. And like, I don't know, we're into stuff like that. We're just into being positive and facebook is very negative yeah i i don't get on facebook as much but i'm in enough groups on facebook which has turned it into me just seeing my group stuff on facebook which is actually kind of nice because it's actually stuff i want to look at instead of yeah nonsense from people from high school that i don't give two shits about or something like that. i follow the wrong groups though i follow like really dark and twisted groups and then i'm Maybe like Ooh. you should fix that sounds like a <laughs> yeah, <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> i get i get sold though like I it's like an ad or like people you might know or groups you might like and it's like okay I click on it and I see one funny post I'm like it doesn't seem that bad so I join the group and then every single post after that is just horrible I'm like yeah I'll just get off of here Facebook in general but I like Instagram though because I'm a I'm a like you like I I just enjoy the pictures like I'm if I if we go to museum I'm not rude first don't really go to museums often but like <laughs> if we do i'm not i'm looking at the pictures and we're moving on to the next thing like i'm not yeah. reading or even the aquarium i guess is a better example i'm not reading about the fish and i just want to see what the fish looks like maybe get a picture and move on to the next fish yeah that's instagram for me i'm like like not like i care yeah. i don't care just move on yeah <laughs> yeah i agree I would say uh, the main thing I use Facebook for is the marketplace. If I need to buy something cheap, somebody's got it locally, probably going to hit up the marketplace. You can make a lot of money, man. Yeah. Just going around your house, finding stuff. And I, I literally had one time my brother was like, that's not going to sell. And I'm like, oh, yeah, let me put it up. And I literally had yeah. somebody come and pick it up for five bucks the next day. And I was like, that's cash under the mat, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. I didn't have to move a muscle. Nope. I uh, I sold a, a mountain bike beginning of the year. And my buddy, who's just a complete moron, as the, not a moron. <laughs> he's just, he goes above and beyond for these types of things. Like just, I don't know. So every time he posts any bike things on these bike buy sell groups and stuff, he'll just write like a, the most like on the edge of being not appropriate, like either sexual or just like something completely comedic. So that way everyone is sitting there liking it, laughing at it, commenting on it. 
So it keeps it up on top of the page for the algorithm. And I sold that thing in less than a day because I asked him to write a post for me, he wrote it. And then people were literally messaging me and commenting nonstop the whole day until someone was like, I'll buy it. It was done. It's like, he, he knew, it knew it would work. It's so funny. seems like a lot of work to sell a bike, but I mean, I guess you didn't have to do the work. I mean, it was an expensive bike. I mean, so. True. Yeah, but no, he, he does it every time. And it's almost like people follow him in these groups just to see what he says when he's selling stuff. So funny. Those are like the viral ones that you see every now and then that they get. Yeah. Like the, or the people yeah. that make like a full on commercial to sell a used car or something like that. I like when stuff's going on right now, like with the gas shortage and then people will like literally go and take two trash bags out of there. Like I just saw today, someone posted two 13 gallon gas cans or whatever, and just literally took two trash bags out of their little container and put it on the counter and just like, that's my kind of humor. Yeah. I don't ever think of that stuff till someone else has posted it. Though, uh, so I can't. Yeah. Same here. I would never, ever think of something like that. Like, <laughs> why I've seen people like pictures of people putting it in open top can like bins, plastic bags. I'm like, what are you going to do with that? <laughs> I didn't uh, even know this was happening. Back. Had no idea it was going on. And then I, the food lion is like right next to my house, just up over the hill. And there's a gas station next to it. And I get up over the hill and there's this line like wrapped around the freaking building. And I'm what? like, what is going on? And sometimes they do dollar gas. And I was like, oh, they must be doing dollar gas. Cool, whatever. Went to Food Lion, came home, looking at Twitter. And I was like, oh, oh, fuck. Like, that's what's going on. <laughs> and literally every time I've driven out at all in the past couple of days, I just keep seeing lines, like long lines, because people are panicking and buying gas. I'll tell you, we, good, go, we go to Costco and uh, only just because it's, what's most convenient to our house and of course it's costco so it's cheaper than in mount pleasant it's cheaper than anything else <laughs> so we we went and you know at costco you can pump on either side because their hose will stretch to the other side of your car so i'm on the left the common side the driver's side is where my you know you put the pump in or whatever well i skipped the whole line and just went on the other side i mean people weren't thinking they're just going on the on the wrong side waiting i mean there was seriously a line of like 50 people waiting for gas and i'm in mount p in mount p at the wow. costco and you literally i'm like you can just drive to any other pump and literally pull it around your car and it'll stretch and so i skipped the whole line i felt so cool i didn't notice anything until our buddy logan he just bought this uh toyota tundra and you know, it gets like 17 miles to the gallon. And with his lead foot, it probably gets 12 miles to the gallon. And he he's coming down to Charleston uh, tomorrow. And he was like, I asked him if he needed anything. And he's like, do you guys have any gas? And I was like, probably. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> like, I know your truck guzzles gas, but like, <laughs> is Charlotte low on gas? But uh yeah, I didn't even notice until he said anything. And then all of a sudden, I see all these memes and whatnot popping up on the gram. People uh, hoarding gas. Crazy. I guess we're good now. I guess they've paid the I, ransom. I guess. I don't know. I don't drive, man. Like, we've been working from home. 
Yeah, I fill up the tank in my car like once every three weeks, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Working from home has been quite nice. L'Oreal's car has sat still for so long, the battery died. Yeah, you should probably start that thing once a week and drive it around no, the block. I, I, have to, I have to get a new battery. The battery is like done. It's like toast. I got to get a whole That new makes battery. up for not buying gas for the past few months. Yeah, that'll make up for it. It doesn't move, though. I mean, she has no reason. We share the Toyota. It's like yeah. we have to go. We're, we have to go anywhere. Just take the other car. And that gets driven at least on the weekends. But yeah. most most days it just sits in the driveway. The grass underneath of it has died. It's, it's still so long. We got a we got a new car right before well new to us car right before COVID. It had like eighty thousand miles on it or somewhere in that ballpark. And so I was kind of pumped, not because of COVID, but I was like, well, I mean, we're not going to be driving this thing for a while, so that's right. <clears throat> As less miles we're putting on it. Yeah, man. Stretch that baby. <laughs> we're going to the wheels fall off. Yeah, That's get right. rid of that car payment and just keep driving it. That's right. Keep driving it. Oh, man, I can't wait. <laughs> Minty, Minty, I guess speaking of the tap truck, Minty's been a – so when we got – that's that's the name of the tap truck. We call her Minty. And uh, when we when we got her, she had some mechanical issues. So that was, that was fun fixing that out um, at the beginning because – I didn't, I truthfully didn't have a ton of experience in mechanics other than what my dad taught me growing up and um, especially not in, in classic vehicles. So then when like our a differential went out literally in the middle of my road and I'm dropping differential oil, like drop by drop, like it looks like I'm leaving a trail going down our and I'm like, oh my gosh, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> Luckily I have a, I have a guy that I can that works on on minty and knows you gotta have a guy everybody's gotta have you a gotta guy. have a guy <laughs> so did i that's a good question of like the the truck that you bought is tap truck saying you have to buy something in this realm or is it is that just what you decided to go with or how's that work yeah well, well this one came with some of the marketing so like they already had a ton of pictures and stuff and, and starting in july we didn't have time to do a restoration on any vehicle so that we were looking for something more turnkey and this this one needed a little more work than some of the others that were like minty's minty's she's we're nursing her she uh you know it's she drives she gets from a to b but it's it's like any other old car. It's got you know you gotta let her sit for a couple minutes and get some heat in the engine and just just some you know they have their quirks to them is the only way I could say it and and it nothing that really mechanically affects it terribly. It's just they have their little quirks and each car is like that. But um, you know so that that kind of factored in that just the marketing behind Minty though was like huge just to have pictures of it to be able to start on Instagram and get a little bit of a head start instead of waiting. Um, and then obviously the color, like that's for Charleston fits right in. Yep. Yeah. She's we looking at some white cars, some black cars, some tan cars, like just very neutrals. And then when we saw this, we were like, where was this all along? Like, this is it. This yeah. is Charleston right here. Everyone drives a white car in Charleston. They're everywhere. Are there any events that you would decline an RSVP to? Ooh, that's a, like from a tap truck perspective. 
doesn't matter. I don't know why else I would think like I'm cool <laughs> to be declining RSVPs to people's parties, but um, I mean, there's we've had to be selective from a tap truck perspective with what events we commit ourselves to just because with some of those cash bars, like, I mean, people will hire us to go out for a cash bar and like an hour away and we've done those and then we just get burnt. Like, yeah, we just don't make any money and it. It's not good. Um, so it's just kind of affected some business decisions on our part for certain events, but that's where like, we'll just, we'll have to have a minimum for some events to make sure we cover our butts and, for the most part, that works out pretty well. As a general rule of thumb, if somebody's worried about meeting a minimum, it's probably a good uh, indication on how that event was going to go anyway. So, yeah, you know, it's like, I get it. But, you know, from our perspective, we can't go out and not make money either. So it's it's got to make sense for everybody. So, yeah, we will say no to some people, but I try to let them say no to the minimum and then you know, kind of flipping on them. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. It's a business. Yep. Got to keep the lights on. Yeah, and I mean, we... The headlights on. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I might steal that and use that somewhere. Just tag me. All right, all right. <laughs> so are you having to do any bartending or anything at these events, or is it just kind of just set it and forget it, or what are you doing during um, events? I'm... Well, so that's where Allie comes in. Allie is, I would call Allie our lead bartender. And then I'll kind of secondary that. And then when we need a third person, my brother also lives in, in Mount Pleasant. So I'll hire him out on a take care of him kind of basis. And um, and then actually my mom has literally flown into town because she has bartending experience. And we had an event that we needed like basically more or less a mixologist, somebody to come in and do nothing but hand pour drinks all night. And I was literally flew her in cause I didn't know who else to get. And it's a family business. Nice. That's cool. So, <laughs> so yeah, okay. I mean, we're, the, we're the service that's, and that's what people are hiring us out as you're, we're, okay. you're hiring us as the bartending service. So we have our liquor liability and that's the big thing people don't realize is that like, there's a difference between your little party where you just have a, a cooler out and people are grabbing beers and it's just you and your friends. But when you start like inviting more people when it's weddings and just private corporate events, and there's so much liability that gets involved with that, that necessitates a business like ours to, in to take on that liability. Yeah. So you, you can't park your truck and let them serve themselves. Like that's probably just not even legally allowed or. Uh, to be honest, I haven't even looked into whether or not yeah. it's legally allowed, but. I don't, I'm, I don't know. Let me, uh, because there's a bar where you can, um, you get a badge. This is downtown. You, you can just yeah. get a badge and you can scan the badge. And then they have taps and um, yeah. like around this bar. It makes like almost a complete square. It's got three corners. and. Um, you you know walk up you scan your badge and then you pour from the tap yourself so i don't know if it's like a law a south carolina thing or not but i've definitely gotten shit faced at that bar before <laughs> and, they and, do it, and it was for a company that's solid yeah 
It's the highest rooftop in downtown Charleston. I couldn't tell you the name of the business, though. Not anymore. But it is cool that you can pour your own beer. What wine did you walk in with, Wes? This is uh, one of those monster bottles for like $8.99. Dude, uh, some of the best wine is like cheap. I know. I like good wine, but I'm not a snob. It's just a uh, cab salve. We go to Aldi if we're going to stock up on wine. Yeah. They have $3 bottles. It's and called Winky Wink- Owl. Winking Owl. Yeah. Oh, man. We'll buy like 20 bottles at once. I'm just stocking our say whole thing. Oak Leaf, maybe? Oh, yeah. Um, it's fine. I just want something to, so I can stop thinking and go to sleep. So <laughs> There you go. <laughs> We've heard uh, we had we had one person that specifically wanted uh, Kirkland brand cab salve, and you can literally get that in a box, like the, yeah, like what you like. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, shoot your shot, let's go, let's do it. Yeah. You know, my my mother in law or my in laws had once all the kids moved out, they turned their house into a bed and breakfast. It was phenomenal. But they would serve people coming from D.C. this winking owl. And they're like, this is the most amazing one I've ever had, just because the setting was really nice. And they're like, oh, man, it's really hard to get. (laughs) I'm going to plug what I'm drinking, Wes, because you're going to be the only person that can get it, probably. But have you seen Basic City in Waynesboro? Uh Man, this is, I mean, it's over the mountain from Charlottesville, but this might be the best beer in, like, the Charlottesville area. Basic City. In Rinkadink, Waynesboro. All right. Really good beer. I, I don't know if I you can get it up there, but should probably let you know. It. They're in Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> God's country. God. Well, when I saw it came across as University of Virginia, I figured like, like hey, we're not supposed to talk about that. No, <laughs> don't talk about that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I mean, the regular Zoom link that came through. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. I'm just kidding. But yes, yeah. I'm in Charlottesville and Wes is uh, in a town Ball you town? haven't heard of, but people Dixville. have heard of Charlottesville because of recent history. A yeah. town. Wes is in a town. They have a Walmart there. We do. Yeah. Are you uh, from Charleston? Nope. I'm from Pennsylvania. So when you say Virginia, yeah. actually, I go down to Caps games all the time, which DMV right there. That's right. So you might know, um, we grew up in near Winchester. You know where that is? It's an hour outside of DC. Oh yeah, six and eighty-one meet. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, are you still a Caps fan? I sure am. Oh God, Kyle's gonna lose it. I like to pull this down. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) the box of his teeth. It's his teeth. Yeah. (laughs) I try to get uh, our our equipment manager, who actually now is of working for the caps but this was at the time when he was with the stingrays i got the ov box and i he was going up for training camp i was like dude i know i've asked some favors but can you get this signed?" <laughs> and he was like no shot absolutely no shot stingrays still the echl team for yep. yeah. sure yeah when i was working for the canes is uh when the caps won and so I walked in that next day, just smiling from ear to ear, looking at all my coworkers. But um, 
I also Rumor used has to... it he was walking by him and like giving him the suck it song. <laughs> <laughs> but I, uh, for one season while I worked for the team, I also worked games for the league doing social media for the NHL. And so I would be down in like the corner when the teams were coming in and all that type of stuff, taking just photos and shit for Instagram and stuff like that. And uh, just growing up a Caps fan and then Ovi walks by and Tom Wilson and Ocean just like monsters of people. I don't know. I never really got starstruck because I was just so used to it being around all the Hurricanes players, but literally standing right behind Ovi taking photos. I was like, that was, that was pretty cool. But, and he kissed you on the mouth, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. It was tongue, tongue to tonsils. Uh, it was yeah. in there. Yeah. You learn really quickly that those guys are just either normal fucking people or they're complete assholes. It's monsters. You know, yeah. One of the two. I think very I Kyle, few, very few assholes. Most mostly nice guys. Yeah. Well, I gotta think I down in the ECHL probably because they're working their ass off. But once you get up there, you have all these entitled pricks that are just like they come to our photo shoots and they're just acting like they don't have time for us. I'm like, this is part of your job. You need to be an adult and get through this, and then you can go home and bitch about us. Like Kyle's dad voice would gracious. come through. You stand still, boy. You you take this picture. Yeah, like so many people, so many of the players would walk in just doing a simple photo shoot that they did every season and still be a bitch about it. I'm like, this is easy stuff. You sometimes did remove the for, Sometimes <laughs> we send guys for like community appearances, and they're just like you said with like picture day, and they're like dead to the world. And it's like, dude, this is your job. Like, yeah, yeah. you're a hockey player. These kids are excited to see you because yeah. you're an athlete. Like no, I'm being very be garbage man. Could be worse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no offense <laughs> to the garbage men out there, but you know. Definitely being negative though, because there are definitely there were a lot of guys on the team that were really cool people and and very good at doing a lot of that community stuff and just like even just being around us staff like always nice to us and all that type of stuff. So Kyle went to so many NHL games that he got tired of going to NHL games. That's how many games. I believe that. Yeah, that really, I, you get, it's you hard to think about that. That yeah. happens. That's the real thing. Growing up, loving hockey and all that. And like, I never, I think this is like the coolest, one of the coolest things I can say just from my five years that I was with them is like, I never thought I'd see every single team in the league play, but I've, been able to do that i mean that's not as good as saying you went to every arena or something like that but i i've seen every team play i mean even vegas was a team before i stopped working for the team so um i don't know that's fun no, that's, that's pretty cool but, that, yeah. is, that is very cool i've seen every harry potter movie like <laughs> 10 times <laughs> i was hoping movies weren't going to come up i don't know any movie references uh do you like music yeah what would your rap name be mm. i don't like music anymore <laughs> <laughs> um i don't know man it'd have something it'd be something about dog it'd have some sort of dog reference in there spaghetti dog minty dog minty dog that's it hey. right there it is it's kind of d-a-w-g Naturally, yeah. yeah. Wouldn't be a regular dog. I don't know if it was D O G G. 
Yeah. No, I'd go DAWG. Okay. Wes, what's new in your world, man? Well, uh, good the story. Gas, the gas thing was fun. <laughs> um, because I'm in logistics and we have three 20,000 gallon tanks on site and we ordered some fuel and the fuel company was like, hey, I don't know if you saw the news, but we don't have fuel. <laughs> We're like, oh, fuck, because that company services, I don't know, 75, 80% of the uh, gas stations around here. So we're like, I texted my wife, I'm like, fucking leave work, go get gas. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, we got the heads up that it was good to go. So I don't know. Um, we're we're just planning for this fucking yard sale, which would be way cooler if uh, a fucking beer truck would roll by. But dude, we <laughs> just saying, uh, we're having there. You know, there's nine hours. Everything, away. everything's for sale. We can make it happen. That's true. There's like three <laughs> neighborhoods now connected, all doing yard sales. So if a beer truck, ice cream truck. Puppy truck, anything went by, they would make a lot of money. We have we have uh uh ice cream truck that rolls past. It's called Booze Pops, and they roll through our neighborhood and they sell like uh, B O O Z E. That's right. You're quick. Yeah, they roll through. They fucking amazing. All their ice cream is has alcohol in it. I know you guys said that the idea of a tap truck is genius, and I appreciate that, but. The guy that created the booze pops, I think, is a genius. That guy's pretty fucking smart. <laughs> because when I figured, when I finally figured out like how he does it, and you're just like, oh, dang, that's it. Like, literally, just because it's frozen, that's it. Yeah, that, that text yeah. ding couldn't have been any more. <laughs> Did a light bulb? It popped up. That was perfect. He's got like the bell. He's just bing. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what it, it's I've never had alcoholic ice cream. Like it's because you live in Virginia, dude. Down here hey, that's food and alcohol. They put, Virginia could do that. Yeah. They can't do shit. Down here, they put alcohol on everything. But like, do you get a yeah. buzz? Do you uh, like if you eat it fast enough, <laughs> you build up a tolerance. I haven't had that much of it. I definitely take advantage of it when it rolls through the neighborhood, though. They play the Super Mario theme song when they roll through. It's loud as shit. They and should we, just play. It's also literally run, too. Yeah. 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 We, we, everything stops. We're in the middle of a meeting. We're like, bathroom break. Run out there and spend Dave, all of our money. Dave doesn't have a knee. So I walk risky. quickly out there. <laughs> when are you getting surgery? The 26th. Literally no knee, just like a gap. It's just a gap. He just floats. Yeah. They like have them making one for you right now. Like it's they have to send the specs off to the manufacturer and yeah. This podcast is paying for it. (laughs) (laughs) Is this where we plug the sponsor? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I'm ready to get it over with. But then, like a week later, I have to be in a wedding. I'm not excited about that. But... Oh, you're gonna be a wheelchair, Jimmy? Are you I'm gonna, gonna go crutches? I'm no, I'm gonna go crutches. I don't know, man. Wheelchairs. Then I gotta find somebody to push me around. But then you can sit the whole time. 
I stood for like seven hours at your fucking wedding. I sit all day though. <laughs> you know? Fair. I don't know. You could always what I don't know how bad are you getting like a knee replacement? Uh ACL replacement. Well, cause see what I was thinking is get one of those scooters, you know, but like I don't know if you can bend, you probably can't bend your like that much to be on the scooter. Wouldn't even know. Do you know what hospital you're gonna be at for that knee? What'd you say, Wes? What uh, do you know which hospital you're gonna be at? I want to send like a telegram or something. No, I'm not I'm telling you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, dude, this crazy shit happened. I've got it recorded. I'll send it to you. But <laughs> my uh, my my desk phone rang today because I actually have to leave the house and go to work. Um, so I picked it up and it was. I saw the caller ID. It said Hong Kong restaurant. I'm like, mm, that's weird. All right. So I answered it. And it was this guy. Uh, he was like, you know, this is Hong Kong. I've got, he was listing off all the food that someone had ordered. He's like, your order's ready. Come pick it up. And I was like, you know, what's the name on the order? This is a, this is a company that you're calling. I could probably find. He's like, you, you ordered it. And I'm like, I promise you, I did not. He's like, your food has been ready for a half hour. Come pick it up. And I was like, you know, trying to help him. I'm like, what's the name on the order he's like you you gave me this number and i'm like bro and he was like and then he got real quiet he goes never order here again i'm going to give your number to every restaurant in this area you are a terrible person you're a stupid person (laughs) it was pretty intense and i was like am i fucking being punked so i have i was like hey jesse (laughs) download that call because that shit is hilarious i'll probably post it online it was funny did you go get the food that's what my wife said. She's like, you dipshit. Why don't you go get the food? <laughs> <laughs> that guy was pretty hostile. By the time you get to it. He was pretty hostile. I didn't even know that restaurant existed. So I had to look it up. And it's like in the middle of nowhere. And then I was like, maybe that's a marketing ploy to get people to realize their restaurant's there. Go check it out. You live in the middle of nowhere. So... I got neighbors now. It sucks. Where my head's at with that, though, I'm thinking there's obviously somebody at your work that didn't get their lunch. That's, That's on I'm them. Saying. That's on them. And I asked everyone. Like, do they not? Like, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. When you say, and I asked everyone, you, out of 100 employees, you probably asked six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guess it's no one's food, then. There's probably, like... 400 people there. <laughs> hey, uh, I got to step out for a minute. Like, Oh, sorry. my God. Who steps out in the middle of a podcast? Who steps out? I know. What's your but problem? I, my child needs me. I'll be back. <laughs> oh, sure. Using the child excuse. Yeah, All right. While, while Kyle's gone, we're going to talk about how Just talk shit about me. me. It's okay. It's yeah. okay. Guaranteed. Uh, Kyle made the mistake of not being on an entire episode, so it was just us. Yeah, we we, we had a guest. We had our cousin on, and he was sick that day, and we just lit him up the whole episode. Likely story. Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel good. What if you started a podcast and you talked nothing about beers or nothing about weddings like that's all you talked about and like brought in an audience that way i don't know because well this is a little out of my comfort zone but like really you're doing like you seem really comfortable 
I mean, I can, I, I can talk to anybody. Like that's, that's just, I, I was, I don't want to say this in a cocky way, but I, I was decent enough at sales to do it for a couple of years that like, that's just, I can talk to anybody. Um, so that just kind of comes natural in that. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not one to like self-promote. So I feel like that's where it's like, I feel like I run out of stuff to talk about. So that's like, where we come in. Yeah. When, when you're asking me questions, I'm great all day long. Like lead the conversation. Yeah. When it comes time for any creativity of like my own thoughts, my own input. Just have your wife do it. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's why she runs our Instagram. Yeah. I would be the exact same way, honestly. She's talking about the aesthetics of it. And like the, when she first talked to me about the aesthetics of our grid, I'm like, what (laughs) the hell does that mean? That's a real thing. It is. And like, literally we've been at events before and we've had other women turn around and be like, Oh my God, your grid is so aesthetically pleasing. And I literally, I'm just like, look, I have no idea what this, what what any of this going on right now. (laughs) What do you, what do you mean? Like how it's set up, how it looks? Yeah, how it's uniform yeah. and the colors it looks like the whatever filters being used pretty much the same it's consistent oh, I gotcha, I gotcha. pleasing to the eye yeah that's the thing it is pretty dope though if you look at their instagram page it's like clean i want to see the truck in person it's it's fresh but that like means with your grid that as soon as you post one that's like way off it'll probably get a lot of attention or more than normal maybe we did actually we posted one not too long ago that was uh we did a photo shoot and it was like the best photo of the shoot so we got that one early and we ended we promoted that one but it just like is wildfire yeah my phone was literally buzzing every five seconds like this person liked it this person followed you and it was great it's a a good feeling yeah it's got to turn it into dollars yeah just need them to get married now. Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. If you did a podcast on weddings and you interviewed David's bridal and all the venues and shit like that, not only do you get to meet the people that are in charge of these things and they start talking about you, but you just become, oh, well, we're having a wedding, so we've got to get tap drug. Yeah. You could be on something. Yeah. That's what... I thought I was pretty damn smart for, you know, within the podcast, having the idea of reaching out to local businesses like yourself and, and asking them to be on, you know, big, big or small, be like, Absolutely. you know what, just promote yourself. hundred percent. That's the name of the game. Yeah. Now your best move for this podcast was having Kyle on. I mean, Kyle ties the room together, but he's like, when, a, when he's here, at least he has a shirt on this time. Oh my god, dude! He has this wicked nipple, like right in the middle of his chest. It gets brought up all the time. I can't believe he's married. Mm-hmm. That could be like the album cover of your. Oh god, <laughs> that should Little be nips. art. <laughs> your logo. Yeah. <laughs> we could have shirts made with just the nipple <laughs> in the middle. Oh, that's pretty smart. <laughs> yeah, my son does the art. Mm-hmm. Um, like the cover art for for this show, I'll get him to draw like it's just a real fucked up nipple. <laughs> yeah, just like skin background color, and then yeah. a nipple in the middle. Genius hair. Do you think Kyle has 
Harry's a he's a hairy motherfucker. He's blind, but he's oh, hairy. That's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, you know, there's hair there, but it's wispy, so you can't really see it. <laughs> like a hologram, or one of those pictures like they used to have in the mall. You know, like... where you got to stare at it. Yeah, that's Kyle's chest. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he told his wife. You just got to stare at it. It'll come through. Zach, when you were younger, what did you want to be when you grew up? Uh, I did want to be a police officer for a long time. Yeah. And I actually looked into it for, I had a weird period when I graduated college and like Kyle would get this at the very beginning of like ticket sales. Like there's just people that you figure out quickly if it's for you or, or if it's not. And so I was kind of in that weird period and I was like, why don't I go to the police academy? Make 45 yeah. grand guaranteed, basically, like yeah. starting out. And then obviously it's just not a fun time to be a police officer right now. So kind of talked myself out of that one pretty quickly. Yeah. I mean, I, I hate it because I, I hate that, that it is that way. Like I wish it wasn't, but like, there's a lot of people would agree with you. I think who's everyone who's going to go into that situation now. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's either someone really noble or really corrupt. Yeah. If you're already in it, you already are. That's your career. You've already got the training. It's like, okay, well, it's a lot harder to to transition from there. Maybe you talk yourself out of transitioning from it a lot quicker. But from the outside in, I'm like, I'm not going into that. Yeah. No, thanks. One of my buddies works in the jail in North Charleston. I don't know how he does that shit, man. Like. It's like a maximum security prison. They like the worst of the worst. Like Dylan or uh, yeah, Dylan Roof. That's where he was housing. They brought him to North Charleston. Dude, North like, Charleston's the uh, worst man. fucking people. It's nuts, dude. I wouldn't want to be a cop because of that. Take take away, you know the the like negative shit you see online. But just like the overall danger of that shit. You walk up to any vehicle during a traffic stop. You have zero clue what's about to happen. Yeah. And your whole fucking life could be over in a second. People don't, people don't realize what, what police officers go through. And like, I think if people just did a ride along with them and it's like, you deal with just crazy people that are absolutely outside of their mind and their normal realm of thinking on it on an hourly basis like yeah i remember some of my best customers the stingrays and i got to know them were police officers and it like they got into hockey as their they're out that was like their what what you know they'd play in the adult league they go watch the pros they that was their their release and yeah. like and and a lot of times they're working with maybe they're they're probably short staffed so they're doing all that stuff with two or three other people maybe on their beat. Yes. Yeah. It's crazy. And now everyone's afraid of you. So yeah. like it's even more intense. Yeah, and I'll throw that back into it. Now everyone's watching you. Like literally, where are you safe at? Like if you park at a gas station and just sit there all night, like you're yeah. probably making somebody not feel safe. Yeah. yeah. Which is crazy because there should be the complete text. opposite. Yeah. 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 And we're three white dudes thinking about it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 
Yeah, yeah man, that is not the life for me. No, and and I, 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 it had to be. A, it's a personal choice. Like I wish I could have, just because I, I like that was my what I wanted to do growing up. Like was just I don't know why. I really don't know the why behind why. I'm gonna say, were you rescued or something? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, I went through the rehab program at age 13. Did you fall on a well and a cop came down and picked you up? And that, that was Kyle. Kyle fell in the well. Kyle, you do, you do seem like a kid that was rescued from a well. And we're back. <laughs> hey, welcome back, Kyle. Is that how he got the third, the third nipple? Yeah. Kyle, Thanks for that. Kyle, I have a Good. I have a question. Um, I sometimes you... forget we're on a podcast, and I just don't make noise, <laughs> and I just hand gesture. Hand gestures, and... yeah, great. Everyone can hear you flicking us off. Silent <laughs> K, okay. baby. That's right, man. <laughs> if you could get rid of any state, what state would you get rid of? South Carolina. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> do the people survive? Do the or do they get the move? Man, um, did you all answer this question? Did this? I yeah, just asked waiting on you. No, you didn't. Check. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just, I don't think Dave's gonna like my answer. Hey, man, if it's South Carolina, South Carolina. No, I was what... gonna say Florida. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if it's that, it's that. It is what it is. Or Why? Arizona, maybe. Two beautiful places. I just don't. Uh... Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I like New Mexico's. What? Pointless. Really? <laughs> what the fuck's in New Mexico? Uh, Actually, you know, we should just like give Hawaii or Alaska back. That's an easy whoa, answer. Whoa! Come on, man. Whoa. That's... Those are like the two you don't say. That's those are, are they? Chips. <laughs> Read the room. No one wants New Mexico. Sorry. I mean, you give them Maine to Canada. No one would give them Rhode Island. <laughs> give up Rhode Island. It's the smallest, smallest. Yeah. State. I'm with either Maine or Rhode Island. I'm on board with that. A little bit of damage, a little bit of collateral damage there. Yeah. Oh, I mean, but they're still attached. It's weird. Stage three clinger. It's, it's like breaking up, but you remain roommates. It's exactly like that. That's weird. Zach, how long have you been married, man? Coming up on two years. Right on. Good job. Yeah. You better have flowers ready on Monday or uh, be in trouble. Uh, all right. Yeah. She reminded me the other day. She's like, you know what's coming up, right? Definitely no. Uh, yeah. I, I definitely didn't know. I failed <laughs> that miserably. <laughs> but she knows at this point, I, that's uh, part of our relationship. Is I'm like, if you want something, you're going to have to remind me like probably five times. Yeah, speak up. Like, if you want specific flowers, like, specify. Mm, that seems logical, but I would probably forget. Never it. happens. No doubt. We're good. We're good on that. Like, we've we've worked through that. That's just okay. I probably wouldn't work in every scenario. Allie's a Allie's a good woman, though. Our what, six uh, years coming up. Six, six years? years. Is it really? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Six years, yeah. Are you the longest out of the crew? 
Fuck no. no. Wes has been married for like 30 years. Coming up 17 years. He's only on 25. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What'd you do for Mother's Day, Wes? Ain't um, shit, you didn't do shit. <laughs> don't, when is that? Don't uh, you missed it. Sorry, bud. <laughs> no, I got um, I got her a sign made, and it says, "You're the mother that everyone wishes they had," and then it had all the kids' names on it. And then I got her um, like an asshole. She does keto, and I bought her two bottles of champagne. She can't have those, so I drank both of those. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I got her a nice candle, which she really liked. Nice. I don't know. I tried. I, to, to like, I got to mail my gift. Usually, Saturday. I like to like do everything on that day or that weekend. But we have two littles that they like me, but they prefer mom. So I couldn't really help as much as I want them. Yeah. Same. Yeah. It was Kelsey works that Same. whole weekend except for Sunday and. So, of course, Luna's like just clinging to Kelsey because she hadn't been around. Uh, there's not much I can do about that. Um, no. That's probably what she wanted. Oh, that's true at that point. Yeah. Zach, are you guys thinking about kids? No. Good for you. <laughs> that's, no that's, that's hard now. That's cool that you guys have made <laughs> that decision. No, we, uh, we um have restarted our five-year plan <laughs> we uh we went to last year to the beach with her friend and her friend's child son is just he's a very whiny baby so we were both like you know i think uh we're not ready for this you gotta question that friend too like hey i'm gonna bring this couple who doesn't have kids and i'm just gonna bring my kid along and ruin their whole time and all the money they saved up to have fun Dave, did we ruin your vacation last year? Absolutely. Uh, He's not going to tell you, but he texted me. So that's a hard <laughs> yes. Kyle, uh, no, we had a great time. Uh, hey, I know, know we had a different good time. time. Shut we, up. yeah, we we love. It helps when you like the kid, you know. Yeah. And we we love. You like one kids. of them at least, right? One of them. Starts I won't say which L. one. Yeah. <laughs> I won't say which one, Logan, but. Uh, no, it it was good. I'm sure it was fine, you know? but it was different than it could have been more. Fun. It it no, it was exactly what we thought it was going to be, dude. We drank the entire time, and we sat on the beach. Yeah. And then when no one was looking, so here's what you don't do: you don't invite Zach. You you just don't invite West to things like a vacation because he has like 12 kids. So then you can't get away from him. Yeah, yeah, then they're everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Things will get out of control no matter where I am with or without kids. Hey, speaking <laughs> of, I was just doing my taxes because, you know, I procrastinated like crazy and we only have like four days left. <laughs> Did and, you send uh, it to my mom? No. No. Turbo tax. I should, probably should have someone doing them that knows what they're doing because I owe money at this point, but that's for another thing. Anyways. Um, how about, uh, is John's over 17? Did you, did you lose that, that extra $2,000 break this year? Yeah, we did. Um, is that a bummer? <laughs> my brother, my, it just happened to my so brother many. and he owed way more than he thought because he forgot that was going to happen. Oh, really? No, he has yeah. so many kids, dude. It, you know, 
<laughs> just yeah. makes up for it. He turned yeah. 17 and then I had two more. So it was like, yeah, yeah. In it was a like way, getting rid of Rhode Island. Yeah. <laughs> no, hit. we have dogs. I mean, I guess that counts as that's like our kids. Thank you. Finally. Like, I mean, they, they really are kids to us. Like, she will sleep on the pillow tonight. Your wife on, or the dog? Uh, the dog. Uh, <laughs> the wife's at the wife's out of town, so I'm a bachelor tonight. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Can you spend your time with us? us? Yeah. <laughs> we keep doing that to people. No, this is good. <laughs> I have proof that I was... Yeah, I mean, yeah. Is this an alibi? alibi? <laughs> yeah. You could do a murder next. Yeah. Usually how it works with a dog and a wife is, you know, I get like, if the bed's this big, the wife gets half, and then the dog gets like basically my half, and then I'm left with nothing. Yeah. And it's like, find your own spot, really. Yeah. So my, my daughter is a little over two, and for a good probably 18 if not more months of that she was in bed with us along with our dog and we were on a queen and for a part of that eventually we went to a king and oh my gosh that that made a difference but on the queen you just like get into bed and you're like the dog is won't budge you sit there and kick it to move and he won't move and then you're like trying not to disturb the baby who's just like if you touch her she'll wake up and you're just how do you go to sleep when you're just like hiding in a corner it's it's good no way luckily i'm a heavy sleeper and once i'm out i'm out but so i wouldn't jump in on this point except for the fact that we're considering making that switch from a queen to a king and it sounds like you were in the exact scenario i'm in where you had basically you were getting the short end of the stick you, you will not regret re- regret going to a king 100 <laughs> shut up dave I didn't even say anything. I know what you're thinking. I just make sure you can get the mattress to your bedroom. Oh, just buy one of those rolled up. There you go. Yeah, we bought a. I don't. I don't can't remember the brand. There's so many different brands now. The ones in the box, they're actually actually pretty good. Not bad. They're nice. Yeah, Yeah. that's what we did too. We stick uh, or we stuck with the queen, and uh, I don't know why this is the conversation, but yeah. Yeah, our Australian Shepherd, we tried to, he's still a, a puppy, and um, we were like, yeah, we'll try to have him sleep in the bed, and he gets so fucking hot, and he's just like in the middle of everything, panting his life away, like, dude, can't do it, so, back in his crate. Our pit bull will lay underneath all the covers, naturally, like, she just wants to be warm. And so she'll lay underneath all the blankets, just like a human. But then sometimes she gets so hot, but she's comfortable underneath. And it's like, okay, well, you're overheating. Like she's yeah. thrown up in the middle <laughs> yeah. before. And it's like, okay, we have a problem here. And you're not like, help me help you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have to have a fan blowing on him specifically now. Otherwise, two or three in the morning, he would just start panting wake everybody else up and then i would go have to sleep on the couch downstairs where it's much cooler with him but no the fan has been a lifesaver whoever invented the fan good job <laughs> all i can think of is the uh or was it the the budweiser or the bud light or the cores or the this beer's for you like that's that you just 
You made one of those right there, Dave. This That's fans funny. for you? Yeah. <laughs> now I'm kind of curious. I'm just like in the, the air we live in, I'm like pulling up my phone, like who invented the fan? Like, I don't know. We have a fact checker. Nope, Zach's but... I'm I will step this. Kyle's taking the day off. This one, yeah. It was just pure silence while we figured out. The that. best part is like when you're when you're goo or when you're looking something up and then all the other things it suggests. Yeah. Like who invented the fanny pack? I don't know. Great question. <laughs> Joe Rogan. So... <laughs> I'll look that one up. Don't worry. Joe Rogan invented the fanny pack. <laughs> okay. Is it so still a an fanny pack if you wear it across your body? I would vote no to that. I feel like it's, I mean, yeah, it could probably, you could probably fanny wear a fanny pack that way, but a fanny pack is meant to be around the waist. Like, yeah. But like if you buy a fanny pack and you're like, you know what? Boom. And it like it's like a strap. It's like a tiny backpack. I guess I guess it's still technically a fanny pack. Like you're just wearing it wrong. Kyle's our hipster. Kyle, what do you call your fanny pack when you wear it across your chest? All right. Chicken so I actually have a fanny pack because I ride it, <laughs> I use portion, it while though. mountain biking. Of but it does do. not look do I have anyways. It definitely goes on your fanny, you know. You don't wear it around your chest. Come on. Well, by golly, <laughs> yeah. You just you just don't. Yeah, if you're do gonna it. call it that, just commit, you know. No, I I got to a point where I hated wearing a backpack while mountain biking because it's just too damn heavy. And uh, what are you? Carrying? I called a hip pack, not a fanny pack. But also, uh, according to Vice.com, the Fanny pack was invented <clears throat> over 5,000 years ago as part of the wardrobe of the Otzi or the Iceman. I don't know what the fuck that means, but there you go. It's a serial. <laughs> we have a fan. The fan was invented by Schuler Wheeler and Ding Juan. Ding Juan. Ding Juan. Ding Juan. It, you should have guessed, Dave. So you could have gotten another zero. If you want me to guess, I will guess. Zach, uh, fun fact about myself, I am an incredible guesser. He's not. Zero. I was going to buy the zero. I'm <laughs> guessing. <laughs> Here you joke. go. Here you go. This is what okay. it's going to be. Okay. Um, Dave's going to guess your the name of your blue healer. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Oh. Go for it. All right. The name of your blue healer. You look like the kind of guy that would name it a human name. Paul. <laughs> oh. You're already wrong, but if you think that I named it. <laughs> oh, I got it. Okay. Okay. I'm uh, a wife in this scenario. All right. Um, is it a male or a female? Female. All right. Uh, the name of your blue, hailer, blue inhaler is Jessica. <laughs> what the fuck? No, it's not. Do we give him mm. a rebound guess, or is it just no. one and done? Yeah, one and done. It's one and done. Hold on, let's like expand upon this. Get one hint. One hint. You got a hint? Um, hmm, what's a good hint? I mean, other than that, it's not a human name. All right, Dave. There you go. One more try. I'm okay. giving this to you because you know you've only gotten one out of whatever. 13 now or something. 
It's not a human Ooh, name. Wait, I got a I got a good hint that I think won't give it away. Her name okay. she share and I won't tell you whether it's the first or the last name, but she shares the name with a famous country singer. Not a human. Not a human. And it's not a human. It's not a human name. That's tough. And it could be the first or the last name. Reba. No. Paisley. Damn. What is it? Paisley. Mm, yeah. See, I was still thinking of female country singer, so I was thinking like Faith or something, but I guess that's yeah. a human name. So. Yeah, no, I guess now that I'm saying that, I'm like, yeah, it kind of throws me off if we're talking a girl dog and a Brad that, Paisley. Paisley, that makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Another zero, Dave. Another zero. Jealous? I am. You should be. You're consistent. That's right. That's right. Our football coach told us that one time, Coach Smoot. He's like, well, you boys are consistent. You consistently suck. He's throwing shit. Hey, speaking <laughs> now, of where we grew up, send we me talked pictures. about Winchester and all that, and I completely forgot to ask where in Pennsylvania you were from. Hmm. Uh, it's a place called York. So, um, oh, so okay. the easiest easiest way to describe it for people who don't know is it's an hour north of Baltimore, just straight shot up. Yeah, my uh, my brother lives in Dover. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good old York, PA. Yeah. Know exactly where you are. My mom lives over in Lidditz, which is more or less Amish country. Like, gotcha. literally has Amish farms in her backyard, and so going home is fun. You ever <laughs> go home for Rumspringa? No, you know, I, those parties are hard to find, man. Oh, dude, the tap truck at Rumspringa? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? That would be awesome. I can't, like... You gotta make I would, I mean, I would for sure like be like, whatever this life is, I'm for it. Yeah, <laughs> like, if they have a tap truck, I'm for it. Yeah, <laughs> you'd convert so yeah, I'd convert right there. That'd be it. How'd you end up in Charleston? Probably um, by plane, yeah, maybe, maybe not. Could have driven, had enough gas to get here, could have walked. <laughs> <laughs> he hoarded all that gas, yeah. No, I um. So I, I went to school for sports management, and I did an internship in Hilton Head with the PGA Tour, and then Allie was working for the Stingrays, and I needed a job, so she got me a job at the Stingrays, and I moved on up here. Nice. Where'd you go to school? Uh, it's called York College. Okay. Yep. Literally lived lived five minutes from where I went to school. I was cheap and cheap and easy, and. Yep. When I was applying to colleges, they didn't charge an admissions fee or, uh, you know, an application fee or whatever. And it was like, I didn't have to write an essay. So I was like, done. Perfect. I'm in college. Nice. nice. Back to living my high school senior life. And yeah, like, why did I decide to commute? Like, this is terrible. But I was already committed at that point. And I was just like, I'm not a school guy. I wanted to get in and out as quick as possible. Do my four years and get out. Did you, have, did you have pressure from parents to go? Yeah, and I think just probably societal pressure too. Of like, you got to go to school. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I if I look back, I'd probably say if I could redo it, I'd probably go military. Not that I am like for sure, it just wouldn't make sense now. But I mean, you the benefits are huge, and why not? So I would do it. Why not? <laughs> well, I don't know. I I look at it from like a 
I like working and doing physical stuff because then I'm like, well, that's my workout too. So I just be, you're in the military. The way I see it is you're just going to be jacked because you're just working out all the time. And I just killed two birds with one stone. I'm getting a paycheck then I'm working out. That's what I thought too. I don't know that that's what everybody thinks when they go in, but. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, I was an airborne linguist and my recruiter was like, no, they're not really tell us what that job is, but I'm pretty sure you just fly around. And you listen to bad guys and then you jump out of a plane and kill them. I'm like, fuck yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Uh, that was not it. I just flew around and sat on my ass. <laughs> I did not get jacked. Do you know about uh, the term? What, uh, what, were you a pilot? No, I flew in the back. Well, so we know, we know a couple pilots here in town that with, with the Joint Base Charleston and apparently Howdy. I was going to ask if you knew what Howdy is. Do you know oh, what yeah. that means? I mean, we say on the com radio comms all the time. Yeah, usually, apparently, in howdy and in, in uh, pilot terms, that that's like you know when you're flying with someone and you you just ripped, and they're yeah. sitting right next to you that you, you let them know that that you you let one rip and yeah, we say fox two. Mm, okay, fox two. When I first learned that, I was like, you know, I'm learning. They're telling us all about the cool things of the plane. They're like, oh, yeah, by the way, our our code word's howdy. And I'm like, what? Like, Here's what we say when we fart. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. This plane will get you from here to anywhere in the world and with four tanks in the back. But uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that was pretty much you just summed up my 10 years in the military. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that was my, my brother was in the army and that's like basically the, the stories you hear is it's like it's the hurry up and wait and like his he's technically an ammo specialist but like literally that meant nothing like he worked in the ammo room and issued stuff and like they make it sound a lot more glorious than it is yeah yeah he goes to drill some weekends now and he'll literally sit in his car the whole weekend because they just don't have anything to do and it's like and he got paid a bonus to relocate specifically to where he's at now. And it's like, y'all are paying people bonuses because you need people so bad. And then they sit there the whole weekend. Hey, Kyle, you know how you just uh, found out that you owe money to the government for your taxes? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're sitting in their Honda Civics all weekend. So oh, I have a National Guard base, or not base, uh, I guess a tiny little establishment. Thing right next to my neighborhood and yeah it's like one week in a month it's full of cars in the parking lot and pretty sure they're just sitting on their ass in the in the building like you should go like, confront them it's okay my sister used to be uh in charge of that base or whatever it's called outpost i don't know the worst part is those guys don't want to be there like they're like yeah. please send us home yeah <laughs> yeah we're doing this for the money yeah, it's for the benefits at that point in the guard. Absolutely. Which is 100% why I would do it. Now I'm like knowing what I know now. Absolutely. Yeah. It's way to go. Um, Kyle. Dave. So, Zach, do you have any other uh, recommendations <laughs> <laughs> for uh, like any other businesses that maybe we should reach out to that you guys have run across? that you think deserve a little bit of uh, publicity because we're pretty huge or someone who's cool or yeah. Or just someone who's like super dope. Ah, uh, okay. Um, 
by the way, nice shirt. It's a, that's a great shirt. Yeah. Thank you. Could not throw that out there, but, um, man, the, when you said, when you talk about cool, I think of, um, the guy that owns Southern, it's called Southern smoke cigar. I'm, I'm butchering the name of his business now, but it's a, he has an Airstream and he took it and, um, it's like, I mean, it's a big Airstream too. And he pimped it out. I mean, it's like a lounge on the inside and he's got humidifiers and I'm, I'm totally butchering his business, but like you and I could sit there and smoke a cigar next to each other and you wouldn't know that nice. there's somebody smoking in the room. Like he's, it, he's put all the money into the systems and he's got a, he's got a really cool rig and uh, actually used to own the townhome next to me, nice. which was really interesting one day when he pulled up and I was like, Hey, uh, you and I were just talking on the phone. Are you like Jason? And that's crazy. Like I see your uh, your truck out there. So that was that was cool when we like first met each other. But yeah, he's a cool guy. Um, I'll have to think on that one and let you know. But definitely check him out, Southern Smoke. Okay, I like Sounds that. Good. And cigars. I mean, that's yeah. Who doesn't love a good cigar? You got the beer truck, then you got the cigar trailer, and that's right. I don't really know how you go up from there, but I know you guys will figure it out. Yeah, we're at the top right now. So whoever's next. It's lonely up here. <laughs> so I'll flip the question on you. Who's the coolest guest you've ever had on the show? Probably Kyle. <laughs> um, I don't know. Coolest guest? I don't know. If, I mean, our cousin Lindsay's pretty fucking cool. She was cool. I liked... Uh... Jake, he was pretty funny. Yeah, Jake was a lot of fun to talk to. You've been a lot of fun too. You're actually very similar to Jake. Um, yeah. Heather, you already oh, had a question because it was me. Heather was <laughs> interviews. Over. We should uh, we, we should inter- walks off. We should link up Heather and and Zach and yeah, we uh, she's this um, fitness trainer in Mount Pleasant who has mm-hmm. like a bazillion followers on instagram i like couldn't believe that she even responded to our message that's how many followers she was cool shit and she's in the hockey yeah yeah there's a there's a cool um it's called blunder bombs i know she's a big instagrammer and she's local in charleston i think i've heard of that her name's helen hall um but she's she i'm sure she'd be a cool one to interview just she's got a cool story and i know they have this like rv that they literally travel and like go to pop-up shops but i mean they're big time they're in costco now and shit it's a what is it a blender blender bomb so it's literally like a i don't know it's like a little chocolate chip cookie ball like a ball of food i don't know why i said chocolate chip but you just throw it in the blender and it's it's got all the ingredients nuts nutritional whatever they put in, in them and you add a couple of ingredients and you have a smoothie. No shit. shit. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. So it's just like this little, they, they look like little, you know, when you get the chocolate chip, um, the cookie dough and you get into that little ball, that's literally what they look like. And then you just throw it in and I don't know what other ingredients. I've never made one, but and then, that's and cool. away you go. Pretty genius. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to reach out to some politicians as well. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I'd love it. Yeah, me too, man. I'm like, why not? 
but mo- mostly just like business owners, uh, brewery owners see, you know, how their brewery got started and um, small businesses like your all's that are just unique. Um, and then artists, I really want to find some good artists. We have, um, there's a guy that performs um, downtown. He like dances on the corner of Marion Square. And uh, I think he'd be cool to have on um, or like people that paint murals around town and shit like that. That'd be fun. I met a really cool artist one time and he, uh, you guys might know him. He, I'm drawing a blank on his name, but he basically paints upside down while he's singing a national anthem and then flips the painting around and it's a dick whole scene. Um, Dude, I'm literally... If you if you like just type in national anthem painter on Google, YouTube, whatever, you'll like he's like the one of the only that does it. That's good. It's really cool. Okay. Joel, actually, I think his name's Joel Everson. I'm gonna look it up now. Where you at, Kyle? Slack. <laughs> I've got artists we can interview. You didn't tell bring me you wanted to do that. Bring them, man. I, we can have there's no specific category man we'll interview whoever i'm all for it yeah i just want to meet cool people his name is joe everson and he calls himself the anthem artist if, if even i mean you guys just got to look him up and watch his it's incredible i can't paint or sing so the fact that he does <laughs> two of them at the same time and makes it makes both of them look good yeah pretty impressive okay Kyle, do you want to like perform something? You've got the voice of an angel. Do you want to sing the national anthem for us real quick? <laughs> <You're> jackass. <laughs> uh, no. Kyle. Don't have the voice of an angel. If you didn't know this, spreading lies. if you didn't know this, J. Cole's album drops tomorrow. I might stay up for it. Oh, um, man. But I want to. I'll definitely be waking up to it. I am ready. Anyway. Have you ever thought about growing a beard? I mean, I'm trying to. Oh, my bad. (laughs) (laughs) I literally, you know what's depressing about that is just literally today, I just like trimmed up. And, but like for, I was like, this is my first year that I've worn a beard. And like, apparently Zoom doesn't show that too well. It's a lie. It's not. It's too. It's not grown in. Like you guys have full. At least you and Kyle have like a fuller beard. Like <laughs> it's because Dave can't grow. <laughs> it doesn't, dude. It, it literally stops, it stops. I can grow this sideburn. Uh, it'll just keep going. <laughs> but dude, the, the space in between, baby smooth. That Joe Dirt baby. It that is for real. I have the Joe Dirt. That shit will not grow. My dad's like a thousand years old. Smooth. Doesn't come in. I don't know. But he's Asian, right? No, he's just short. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, Indian. Dots or feathers? Yes. What is happening right now? I don't don't know what the (laughs) fuck he's talking about. (laughs) And definitely feathers. (laughs) Okay. Okay. No, in uh, in Hindi class, we made a patch, and uh, for our 
flight suits and it said Bindia Punknahi, which means dots, not feathers. Her teachers really liked it. They thought it was hilarious. One time I drew a picture with a feather on it. Oh, I thought you meant with a feather, like a quill. No. No. <clears throat> One time I watched a movie where they used a quill to write letters. That's awful. So we can relate. Zach, what kind of music do you play out of the out of Menti? Um, I hate being the, the DJ because you can never make everybody happy. But I like, I mean, I'll usually put it on Pandora is the, the go-to. Um, because then I can never be blamed as the DJ. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I usually throw like Jimmy Buffett Pandora on or I like country. That's I mean, if I'm putting like my my favorites on, I'll put country on and um yeah, all kinds of country, old country, new country. I really like the old stuff, but not a lot of people do. Oh, I I love country, but I don't. I'm not into the new new stuff. I like the old stuff. Yeah, but I'm a little older. I don't. I mean, I don't really like when it comes to new country. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that I don't like. Yeah. It's kind of I like a very I like the old sound mm-hmm. of country music. That's not yeah. the new pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't oh. listen to country radio, but I listen to country just not country yeah 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 exactly if if i put on hank usually like my other pandora's hank williams jr so if i put that on i mean i'm bound to find something good between that and jimmy buffett good drinking music yeah yeah. yep and you know five o'clock somewhere comes on that's just a yeah party starter like (laughs) you don't have one in your hand find one yeah uh west kyle do you have any other questions no questions uh but dude great to meet you i think you got an awesome yeah, business very excited for you um you're you're a cool dude too so thanks for hanging out yeah thanks guys i appreciate it. this has been fun sorry kyle had to leave us but that's just what he does um i was here the whole time. west was here the entire time i, mean, I guess he technically was yeah <laughs> no nah, man uh i agree with wes man it's a pleasure to meet you and wish you the best of luck in your business it's fucking awesome very unique i really like it pull it up yeah heck yeah we'll check instagram facebook and instagram that's that's where we live yeah that's man where, that's where people can find us tap truck of charleston yeah find it all right you know, thanks guys. for well, joining us those. It was good to see your faces again. Yeah. Great Thanks to meet for you. Having me, guys. And uh, yeah, let's keep in touch. Yeah, man. All right, guys. All right, fellas. All right, guys. Until next time. Peace. Go on. Peace out. Shout out to Zach and his wife and their business, Tap Truck of Charleston. Thank you guys for being our guest this week on Deaf Dialogue. Make sure you guys give them a follow on Instagram, Facebook, Tap Truck of Charleston. Beautiful truck, cool business. Go support local hustlers. We'll see you all next week. Peace.